Hello and welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast, the show that empowers you to wake up to your full potential and achieve your biggest goals and dreams. I am your host, Hal Elrod, and I invite you to join us each week as we share actionable strategies to take your life to the next level, as well as interview world-class experts and entrepreneurs who have achieved extraordinary goals themselves, and we ask them to give you a peek behind the curtain and teach you exactly what you need to do to do the same. Ready? Here we go. Goal Achievers, members of the Miracle Morning community, hey, welcome to the podcast today. And uh, I've got to record this thing fast because my wife made gluten-free pancakes and I just went down. I said, all right, I got to record a podcast. I'll have like one bite. And they were so good that I just devoured an entire one. I couldn't stop. And uh, I'm really sensitive. I get like I get food coma really easy. My wife always you know, it gives me crap and teases me about it, but I get food coma easy. So I'm like, I, I got to go record this podcast quick. Cause like in 20 or 30 minutes, my brain's not going to be functioning at full capacity. So here we go. I'm in the middle of a vacation right now, a three week vacation with my family. We went to Northern California for a week to visit my sister and my mom. And now we're in SoCal for a couple weeks to visit my wife's family. And uh, my dad is down here. So yeah, really, really grateful to be spending a lot of time with my kids and my wife and family and in nature most of all. If you've been following me on Instagram, I've been posting a lot of pics of me and the family at the beach and on hikes in the woods and all of the things, getting fresh air. So today's podcast episode is leading into the month of August 2020. And for the last few months, I have been doing these 30-day challenges, hosting what I call a Miracle Morning Monthly Mission 30-day challenge, and it's been in the Miracle Morning Facebook group. The basic idea is that you choose one area of your life or one specific activity or habit that you want to add or take away from your life for 30 days, keeping it very, very simple, and that one area becomes your mission for the month or your monthly mission, and then you simply focus your Miracle Morning, all of the savers, on that one area, and then any following actions throughout the day that you need to engage with for that area to complete your monthly mission. So pretty simple. The thing is, I've been doing it in the Miracle Morning community, and every month when I do it, I've realized, why am I not sharing this with the podcast listeners? A couple months ago, I mentioned it, but really not engaging our email community as well. And so today, I wanted to make sure that we are doing that as we are leading into August. And so I'm inviting you to join the Miracle Morning monthly mission for the month of August, the 30-day challenge. And it's really self sustaining. Like you don't need me. I'm not going to hold your hand through it. I'm just going to share with you how to do it. And then if you want to join into the Miracle Morning community, the Facebook group, you can, you know, comment. I'll have a post up there and you can kind of comment and share what your challenge is, make it public, a public commitment, and then share how you're doing that sort of thing. So we're all kind of supporting each other in the Miracle Morning community, because right now that's the one place that we have to engage and interact and support one another. So today I want to share, before we get into the challenge, I want to kind of talk about 30-day challenges. Like why do a 30-day challenge? You know, what exactly is it? What are the problems with most 30-day challenges? That's something to be really aware of is like, what's the problem or problems with most 30-day challenges? Why people, you know, fail at them or they don't create lasting change or you don't stick with it, that sort of thing. And then we're going to just simply talk about the simple steps to engage in this Miracle Morning monthly mission 30-day challenge. So let's dive in. I'm going to try to keep this to about 30 minutes today so that I can go hang out with my family. They're downstairs waiting. So go ride some bikes and uh, do some fun stuff here in Southern California. The weather is pretty beautiful right now. 
So with all of that, so in terms of why to do a 30 day challenge, I I mean, I don't think that there's a lot that needs to be said, but I'll I'll say it just just to be clear. You know, it's, it's really the idea that you're choosing one small change that you can incorporate into your life every day for the next 30 days. So again, it could be one habit that you'd want to bring into your life and add or something that you want to remove from your life. So it could be going for a walk every day. Last month, I started biking. Every morning, I went for a minimum of a 10-minute bike ride throughout our hilly neighborhood and challenged myself to go further and further and further each day. And uh, it was awesome. It was super simple. And now I'm, I'm addicted. When I was in uh, Northern California, I rode my brother-in-law's bike every single morning and usually even in the evening after dinner as well. And then now that I'm in SoCal, I've been riding my father-in-law's bike as well, or mother-in-law, depends on the day. The point is, right, you take this positive change that you want to make in your life, and 30 days is, it's kind of the right amount of time to do a challenge like this because it's, it's long enough where you can make something a permanent part of your daily routine, right? You can make a lasting change but it's short enough that it's not so overwhelming, right? You do a one-year challenge, for example. It's really easy you know, to kind of get lost in the year or think, oh, I've, I messed up my first month and my second month and my third month, but I still have nine more months. You kind of get in this bad habits as you're trying to make a change. But 30 days is kind of that sweet spot where not too short, not too long, just the right amount of time. And in the Miracle Morning book, it culminated into a 30-day Miracle Morning challenge, which was essentially doing the Miracle Morning for 30 days. And we've successfully had hundreds of thousands, if not over a million people, go through the Miracle Morning 30-day challenge and complete it. And the Miracle Morning has then, as a result, become a permanent part of their life, right? We've seen this with, again, I don't, I can't count the number, but it's it's in the hundreds of thousands for sure, if not well over a million people around the world. So with that, I'm a big fan of 30-day challenges, and it's something that I do essentially every month, which is why a few months ago I decided to bring this into the Miracle Morning community. It was May of 2020. I was getting ready for, it was my uh, 41st birthday, and I thought, okay, I want to make this you know, my best month ever. Like, What is my 30-day challenge going to be for this month? And then I thought, well, I want to share this with the Miracle Morning community, and so I, I brought it into the, uh, the Facebook group, and we had, you know, it's just, it's really cool. We've seen the results and what people are focusing on, everything from just doing their miracle morning better and being more dedicated to that, to some sort of exercise challenge or a, a healthy eating challenge or a quit smoking challenge, right? It's very personal for each person what you focus on. Some people, the irony is they they came into the Facebook group and their their challenge was getting off social media for 30 days. So they're like, I'm logging out and I'll check back in on this post in 30 days, but I'm not checking Facebook until then. So I thought that was kind of cool. So the challenge is very personal to you. But again, why to do a 30 day challenge is just to take one area of your life or one habit, one activity that you want to improve. And you got to realize that big goals and big dreams, they're made up of tons of small choices of one day at a time. And if you make good choices every day, if you implement positive habits every day, if you refrain from the temptation to eat that thing or smoke that thing or do whatever, right? If you do that one day at a time, those little small choices add up to the life that you've always wanted to live. And it really is that one choice at a time. And you know, for me, my mentor when I was 20 taught me that simple guiding principle, do the right thing, not the easy thing. Do the right thing, not the easy thing. And that guiding principle for me has been the key to 
success and happiness and fulfillment and health and all of these things because every day we're faced with these little small choices and in each moment of choice you can either do the right thing which is the choice that adds the most value to your life it's the choice that's in alignment with your goals your dreams your values you're the best version of yourself, right? That's the right thing. Or do the easy thing, which is giving into the temptation. And sometimes the temptation is just to be lazy or to avoid the thing that you have maybe fear around because it's got a consequence at the end where you're trying to achieve a, a result. You're trying to improve your life. You're trying to achieve a goal. And so not doing that action keeps you safe from the fears that you have, right? So often doing the right thing versus the easy thing, the right thing is simply doing the thing that you are afraid of. You know, I always say that I tell my daughter all the time that to be successful, however you define success, is it's not that you don't have any fears. It's we all have fears, fear of failure, fear of success, fear of not looking good, fear of embarrassing ourselves, fear of not being good enough, not being consistent, whatever our fears are, we all have those fears. And people that are successful, that are fulfilled, that are accomplished, right? They're happy. They're doing the things they're afraid of. And in doing the thing you're afraid of, of course, the fear loses its power over you. So do the right thing, not the easy thing. A few thoughts on some of the problems with a lot of 30-day challenges. One is they're too difficult or unpleasant. A 30-day challenge if you're trying to do something that you absolutely don't want to do, that it like it's every fiber of your being resists it, that might not be the best place to start. You might want to build to that. But if you're not used to doing 30-day challenges, like I said, I've lived my life in 30-day challenges for probably 10 years. And not every month. I haven't done a 30-day challenge every month. But very often, I will every 30 days when there's a new month beginning, I'll usually pick one thing that I want to start doing better differently, something I want to add or something I want to subtract from my life. And I will take that on and I'll commit to it. And so as you do it, you become more proficient at it. You become more disciplined. It's easier. But if you're just starting out, I encourage you to not choose something that is actually really difficult or unpleasant or painful. Actually choose something that you would be excited to do right? Or that would be, you know, on the scale of one to 10 in terms of difficulty, 10 being the most difficult, choose something that's, you know, that's like under five, right? So for me, I mentioned last month, I really needed to up my exercise. I injured my shoulder, God, it's been seven months ago, and it has not healed. And then I injured my rib. And then I injured my foot, my toe. So I've had all these injuries. And so I've, that's been my excuse to not exercise. And I asked myself, what could I do for exercise? I thought well, I could ride a bike. And you know, getting into nature, getting exercise, fresh air. I thought that's actually something I'm excited about. I, and, but riding a bike's fun. I tried running, you know, I, I just, I've never got into running and I've done it at times, but I don't enjoy it. So that's an example of a 30 day challenge where I'd be like dreading it. Okay. So riding a bike's fun. So I encourage you to choose something that isn't so horrible in your mind, but something for this 30 days that you actually on a scale of one to 10, 10 being extremely difficult, one being totally easy, under a five, right? Something that you're actually not dreading doing. So that's number one reason that people fail at 30 day challenges because it's something that's such a 180 from what they're currently doing that it's too difficult and that they give up. You know, you're setting yourself up for failure, right? If you make it harder than it needs to be. And then by the way, I'm not saying that you shouldn't take on challenging things. Like when I did run a marathon many years ago, I committed like, okay, I hate running. So I'm going to commit to run 
because that would enable me to really become a better version of myself, more disciplined, more committed, more consistent. And I took that thing on that I did dread. So I'm not telling you that you can't do that. I'm just saying, if you want to set yourself up for success, why not start with something that's actually somewhat pleasant that you're actually looking forward to. Like for me, it was biking and biking now has become, you know, I'm addicted to it. And, and that might be the thing for you, by the way, if you have a bike or you want, you know, you can buy a bike and you haven't been exercising, that's actually a pretty fun form of exercise because you know, you're riding a bike and you ride up the hill and you work really hard to get up the top and then you get to cruise down and the wind's blowing in your face and right. It's beautiful. Another problem with 30 day challenge is they're too complicated. Sometimes you see these 30 day challenges where you've got like 17 steps to complete the challenge, right? And you've got to implement all these different aspects and change all these things. And if it's too complicated, once again, you're more likely to fail. So whenever I give a speech, at the end of my speech, I invite everybody in the audience to join a Miracle Morning 30 day challenge. And I keep it super simple for this exact reason. I say there's three steps. I say number one, wake up 30 minutes earlier. I go, now, you want to wake up an hour earlier? That's fine. But let's keep this as easy and simple as possible so that you're most likely to follow through with it. So wake up 30 minutes earlier. Number two, do one of the savers. Now, keep in mind, I just finished giving a speech and teaching them all six of the savers. And I say, do one of, and by the way, in case you don't know what the savers are real quick, that, those are the six practices of the miracle morning, silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing. Those are the six practices. And there's podcasts. You can look back in my old episodes on the savers, but just want to throw that out there in case you're like discovered the podcast and you haven't read the miracle morning yet, just so you're aware. So the point is I teach them the savers. And then at the end though, the 30 day challenge is just do one of them. And you see some puzzled looks. They're like, wait a minute. I thought all these are important. And the point is I go, look, the more complicated you make your new 30 day challenge, the more likely you are to get overwhelmed and to throw in the towel at some point. But the simpler it is, the more likely you are to stick with it and then you can build upon it. And so I say do one of the savers. And for a lot of people, if they've never read The Miracle Morning, they just do the R, right? They just read. You know, they wake up 30 minutes earlier, they read the Miracle Morning book, then when they get to the chapter on silence, they incorporate that into their ritual, into their Miracle Morning. Then they get to the chapter on affirmations, they incorporate that, right? So, so they just gradually build up to it. But the point is, if it's too complicated, you're more likely to throw in the towel and not complete the challenge. And there's value in just doing one simple, easy thing that adds value to your life for 30 days. There's value in your psyche. You go, wow, I did it. I feel good. I feel accomplished. And then each 30-day challenge that you commit to, you can kind of increase the difficulty. So that's one strategy that I encourage you to consider is start easy with something that is would add value to your life, but it's not that difficult, and then build on that. So that every month, next month, it's a little more challenging, a little more challenging. And all of a sudden, you know, 12 months from now or six months from now, you're taking on some major difficult challenges, but you've got five or six or 11 months of confidence behind you and momentum and habits and mindset that you get to take into these more difficult challenges. And the third problem with a lot of 30-day challenges is they don't produce lasting results. So you take something on for 30 days and then you don't stick with it after that. And there may be some situations where that actually might be part of the plan. You go, look, I just need to do something for 30 days. For example, if you're doing a detox, let's say you do a 30-day detox. Well, if you do a 30-day detox, 
You don't necessarily need to do that for the rest of your life or for 12 months. In fact, it probably isn't even healthy to detox your body for the next 12 months, depending on what the detox is. I do ongoing detoxes for my body. I, I drink milk thistle every day in my smoothie to detox my liver. I do sauna three days a week to keep detoxing through sweat. So there are ongoing detoxes, but this is an example. If you do like a hardcore 30-day detox, typically you should do that like once or twice a year. So that's an example of a 30-day challenge that you might not want to continue. But for the most part, if you're making positive changes in your life during these 30 days, you're probably going to want to continue. So if you're adding in eating more leafy greens, for example, you're probably going to want to continue that indefinitely for the rest of your life, right? If your 30-day challenge incorporates if you're going to stop drinking soda or go from drinking three sodas a day to one soda a day, right? These are examples of what could be a 30-day challenge. If that's the case, then you're going to want to probably continue that indefinitely for the rest of your life. So if you're adding a positive habit or getting rid of a positive habit, you're going to want to keep that going. So that's a problem. If you do a 30-day challenge and you don't commit to continuing it and it not producing these lasting results for you. And, and by the way, the other two problems, if it's too difficult or unpleasant or if it's too complicated, those also lend to that third problem of, well, it's probably not going to produce lasting results if it's difficult, unpleasant, and or complicated. All right, so let's talk about this Miracle Morning 30-day challenge and what you are going to start doing during these 30 days. And you might already have something in mind, something that you've been thinking about that, yeah, I really should start doing blank or I should stop doing blank. In the simplest form, your 30-day challenge is typically going to be something that you start doing or stop doing. And if it's start doing, it might be something that you've done in the past that you fell off, right? Maybe something like I used to exercise all the time. I got these injuries. I fell off exercise. Now then I was getting back on. Um, and by the way, the month after that, my focus was on my marriage. So I focused on reading. This is kind of entering into how do you do your 30-day challenge, well, this is a miracle morning 30-day challenge. So this begins with your miracle morning, meaning taking your savers and incorporating this change throughout the savers. So meditating, spending time in silence around this thing. So for example, I talked on the last podcast we did about different types of meditation and one was a loving kindness meditation, which is where you simply think loving, kind thoughts about yourself over and over and over again. And then you think loving, kind thoughts about people in your life. You can choose one person. Uh, you can choose multiple people. You can choose your family or your coworkers or colleagues or employees or the world. I mean, it, you can do whatever you want. So for me, last month, my focus was on improving my marriage. So I focused my silence on doing a loving kindness meditation for my wife. And guess what the power of that is? Every morning when she woke up, I saw her and I just felt a flood of these loving, kind emotions toward my wife because I had rehearsed that during my silence in the morning. My affirmations, I kept evolving and working on and reading and reciting my affirmations for my marriage and for my relationship with my wife to optimize it, to improve it, and even just how I received and experienced my wife, including the things that are, you know, maybe bothersome or annoying for me. Most of us have things about people in our life that are bothersome or annoying or whatever. And so for me, I would work through those in the morning so they wouldn't bother me during the day when they actually took place. 
And then my visualization, I would visualize and rehearse engaging with my wife in an optimum emotional state. And so again, once I saw her, I immediately, I went where I had already been during my miracle morning, mentally and emotionally. My exercise eh, wasn't really focused on my wife. I just did my exercise. My reading, though, was focused on reading books about marriage, all right? And the book I read during that month, oh, what book was it? Anyway, I, I promise you, I read a book on marriage. I'm just drawing a blank. And then for scribing, I would journal about my wife, different things I was grateful for about her, what was great about our marriage, what our challenges were, you know, and how I could overcome those or how I could change my relationship with those challenges so that they weren't really challenging because I would get to a place of peace and acceptance and even love toward those things that were challenging in my relationship, right? So that's an example of how I took my one mission for the month, right? Remember, this is the Miracle Morning monthly mission, 30-day challenge, where you're choosing one mission for the month, one area of your life, or one activity, one habit, one action that you want to implement, or that you want to stop, if it's a, you know, it's a negative, destructive habit, or activity, and you're focusing on that. So this is an example I wanted to run you through how I took this one area of my marriage and I filtered it through all of the savers except for exercise. Although I think on my exercise, I did just think those positive loving thoughts that I was meditating on toward my wife. I just kind of continued that. So that's an example though of how you take your savers and you utilize your savers to amplify how effective you are going to be during your monthly mission by putting yourself in a peak physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual state first thing in the morning, directly related to the one area of your life that you're committed to improving for these 30 days. So that's essentially how the monthly mission works, right? Number one, decide on your monthly mission. Decide on the one area of your life that you're going to focus on. And by the way, it doesn't mean that you're neglecting the other areas. It simply means that you are choosing one specific activity or aspect of your life that you're going to improve. And then you are beginning the day with your savers. And that doesn't mean, of course, that you stop there because if your activity is exercising, uh, right, if, if that's your monthly mission is around exercise, of course, that would be done during your exercise in the morning. But it might be go beyond that. You know, if it's if it's a monthly mission around something that you're not doing during your miracle morning, but you're doing it during the day. For example, if it's around your eating, obviously, if you're going to be adding a salad in at lunch as part of your monthly mission, you're not doing that during your miracle morning. You're doing that at lunchtime. But your miracle morning is keeping it top of mind so that you're not losing track. You're not forgetting what you're committed to for the month, but you're actually reinforcing it every single morning. And by the end of those 30 days, it becomes a part of you, right? It becomes a part of who you are. It becomes easy. And some examples of things that you could do for your 30-day challenge. You could have a commitment to get more sleep. You know, one of my 30-day challenges probably a year ago, was to stop setting my alarm clock. And that was scary because I had set an alarm for like 10 years or maybe longer, I think 20 years, a long, long time. But I was committed to letting my body sleep as long as it needed to rather than interrupting it at a specific time in the morning. And part of that, which I talked about also on the last podcast episode, is that I would program myself as to when I wanted to wake up without an alarm. And now it works like clockwork every morning, you know, before I go to bed, I kind of utilize my bedtime affirmations and I tell myself I am committed 
to getting the perfect amount of sleep and resting with deep sleep and REM sleep and waking up right around 5 a.m. when my body is at the exact moment that it's ready to wake up feeling refreshed and energized and ready for the day. So I actually do wake up at roughly the same time every morning, usually within 30 minutes on either side of 5 a.m., but I do it without an alarm clock, so my body is still naturally waking up. You could be doing a fitness challenge for your 30 days. Like I said, mine was riding a bike. Yours might be adding and running or exercising. In fact, this month, I'm still playing with what my 30-day challenge is going to be, but I'm leaning towards lifting weights again because it's been like seven, eight months that I haven't lifted weights, which my body just is not the same as it was seven months ago because of these injuries. So I'm going to try to figure out what are some exercises that I could do that I can still do even though I've still got a little bit of the shoulder injury and the rib injury and and so on and so forth. But you could do like a push-up challenge or a running challenge or a plank challenge or an ab challenge or a bike challenge like I did, anything that you want. Yours could be around diet, right? So it could be drinking more water every day. The way I did that years ago, I bought a a uh, 32 ounce little portable jug and I would fill it up or was it 64 ounce? I don't remember. Maybe it was 64 ounce, uh, but I would fill it up and I would have a commitment that I had to drink it before I had lunch. And then I would fill it up again at lunch. And then I had to drink it before dinner time. So that was the way I ensured very simply that I could measure how much water I was drinking. I didn't have to keep track of how many glasses I had filled. It was just a jug Again, 32 ounces, I think. I don't remember. 32 or 64, but it was a jug that I filled up and again, had to finish it once before lunch, fill it up again once before dinner. You could also have a challenge. It could be around income, right? You could have a challenge for 30 days where you're going to start a side business and maybe you read a business book. You know, I think there's a book on starting a side hustle, right? Or you could read blogs and go the free route. But the point is you can have some sort of business or income challenge for these 30 days. It could also be a 30-day challenge within your current business where you're committed to increasing your daily prospecting efforts by 10% each day, something along those lines. It could also be a, a financial challenge around cutting back on your spending, right? So maybe you're aware that every day you know, you spend, you know, too much on eating out or on Amazon. So maybe you have a 30 day, no Amazon challenge, right? Or you can only spend a hundred bucks a week on Amazon or something like that. As I'm saying that I'm realizing, wow, that is something I probably need to do. We have way too many Amazon packages arrive at our house and I have a lot of conflicting feelings about that, but we'll talk about that at a different time. It could also be a savings challenge, by the way, you do a challenge on, you know, saving money. Um, one challenge that we did with our kids, this was a long time ago and we've stuck with it, is less screen time. You know, we found that our screen time with our kids, you know, we used to have like no screen time for them and then we're like, their friends would have it so they talked us into it and then it like it increased and increased and increased and then we got to where screen time is only one hour on Saturday and one hour on Sunday. And when I say screen time, by the way, I mean video games. They are allowed to watch, I think, 30 minutes of TV throughout the week, uh, you know, as well, like one show a week. So we are pretty strict about it. Um, and then when summer hit, we have family meetings every week, by the way, which this is another, well, it wouldn't really be a 30 day challenge because we just do it weekly, but we do a family meeting. We're not perfect at it, but we try to do it as often as possible every week. And during that meeting, the point is we give our kids a voice. So instead of us just saying, here's the rules, our kids are able to challenge the rules once a week. They're able to say, hey, we really would like more ice cream or more screen time or more time with our friends or whatever. And instead of us just shutting it down saying, nope, these are our rules, we have a 
you know, I guess you'd call it a democratic discussion, right? And we're like, okay, well, why do you think that's important? And then we share why, you know, where we're coming from and what we're trying to do as parents. And then often we will try to compromise more often than not and meet in the middle. Uh, but occasionally, you know, we do stick to our guns and we say, look, we, we respect what your wishes are. But at the same token, you know, here's why we're sticking to these commitments that we've made as a family and we're not going to adjust them. Um, but for example, we had our kids said, hey, we want screen. It's summer. We don't, we're not in school. Can we do a little bit of screen time during the week? We said, yeah, that, that, you know, we, we, that sounds reasonable. I think that's for an hour every day. We compromised and said, you can still have your hour on Saturday and Sunday. But you get 30 minutes Monday through Friday because we still want you playing outside more than you're in front of a screen, right? So, um, but again, for even for you as an adult, like lowering your screen time could be one of your challenges, you know. And again, it can also be related to the miracle morning. If you've fallen off your miracle morning, you can commit to the miracle morning every day for the next 30 days. If you've completely fallen off your miracle morning, you could even do the 30 day challenge where you just do one of the savers. Maybe you just wake up and meditate every day, or you wake up and scribe every day. Right. It's not an all or nothing thing. The point of this is not you don't have to completely transform your life in 30 days, although you can. This is about doing one minimum of one area of your life that you improve one positive habit or ritual that you add into your life or one bad habit that you get rid of and do it for 30 days. And then remember, you can build on that and get better and better and better over time. So. I think that's it. Really simple. Nothing, you know, this is, I don't want to make this complicated. The point is this should be very, very simple. And the simpler it is for you, the more likely you are to succeed. I'm trying to think if I left anything out. The only thing is I would say, join the Miracle Morning community. If you're not a member, it's on Facebook. Now I will say, if you're like, I don't like Facebook, we have probably hundreds, if not thousands of people that have said in the Miracle Morning community, they're only on there for the community because it's one of the most engaged, supportive, loving online communities that you could ever be a part of. And so they tell me, they're like, I don't mess around on Facebook. I don't subscribe. I don't look at the politics. I don't do any of that. You know, the negativity. All I do is I log into the Miracle Morning community. I read some posts. I comment on some posts. I engage. I interact. And in doing so, you know, I, I feel more supported and, and connected to this this global Miracle Morning community, which is millions of people around the world. And of those roughly 2 million people that have read the Miracle Morning, in the Facebook group itself, we have 265,000 members from over 100 countries. It's really cool. And I always pin the 30-day challenge post at the top of the group. So you don't have to search for it. As soon as you log into the Miracle Morning community, you will see the Miracle Morning 30-day challenge post from me at the top. It's also got written instructions. So if, you know, listening to this post, you weren't taking any notes and you'd actually like to read kind of the step-by-step instructions on how to do the 30-day challenge, it's all in the Facebook group. So a shortcut to that group, by the way, and I'll put this in the show notes, is the URL, my tmmcommunity.com m-y-t-m-m as in the miracle morning my tmmcommunity.com and that just redirects you right to the facebook group so and it's cool to come in there and you know there is power in making a public declaration where you go into the community and you comment on the post and you say hey this month i am committed to the miracle morning monthly mission and my monthly mission is to blank, right? And you, you, you make it public and then you can check back in there with your progress and that sort of thing. So I think that's it. I'm going to go play with my kids. I'm going to keep working on my 30 day challenge because I've got uh, about a week before August starts, a little less than a week. 
And so I'm getting clarity on what's the one area of my life that is most important. And by the way, that doesn't mean that I'm neglecting the other areas. I'm still going to keep biking and I'm still going to keep eating healthy and I'm still going to keep spending time with my kids, right? The point of this is just kind of leveling up in your life. So I'm sure there's a lot of great things that you're already doing. Keep doing those. And then just pick one thing that would be really important and meaningful and add significant value to your life and commit to that for your Miracle Morning monthly mission for this next month. And again, this goes on every single month, living your life in 30-day challenges. Yeah. And by the way, last thing I'll say, this might be cutting something out that you're doing that's simply stressful for you. Like maybe you're doing something that you don't need to be doing. So maybe it's not a bad habit like smoking, but maybe you go, you know what? I'm working too late. I'm working till like 9 p.m. every night and I I should just be with my family. So I'm going to get off work at six or five or whatever. So keep in mind that this doesn't have to be about like doing more and achieving more. The 30-day challenge for you might be about doing less and just enjoying your life more. So keep that in mind as you're deciding on thinking about considering what you're going to commit to for this 30-day Miracle Morning monthly mission challenge is that you might actually cut something out that just, you know, you might just enjoy life a little more, just be a little more present, be a little bit more in touch with nature and with this life that we are already blessed to live. And you don't need to do anything or be anything more than you already are to realize that you already have everything that you need to be the happiest that you could ever be. It's simply up to you to be present to that reality. All right. Goal Achievers, members of the Miracle Morning community, I love you. I appreciate you. And I will talk to y'all next week. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the Achieve Your Goals podcast and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and exclusive content from Hal Elrod, visit halelrod.com forward slash podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Achieve Your Goals podcast. 